Welcome back to the Mental Health Commute with Dr. Walt Duffy and Matt Duffy as we continue on our transcranial magnetic TMS journey. So now we've talked about having this 800-pound gorilla that you got to figure out how to lift up. He went from 600 to 800 pounds. <laughs> Boy, he must be eating a lot of bananas and vegetation. Keep making them bigger, right? And if you're going to walk into the gym today and try and figure out how to lift that weight, you're probably not going to do it on your own, right? You're going to want a team around you. You're going to want some help. And I think that's the other important part that doesn't get talked a lot in TMS is you're not doing it by yourself, right? There really is a team. You know, usually when you go for medication management or therapy might at most be one time a week. Medication management, you might be coming back to see your provider every four weeks, sometimes every eight weeks, sometimes more. But in TMS, if there was a treatment program, we'll call it the neural gym, the brain gym. You have a team, one, to help you keep accountable that you're going to finish your treatments, but also to boost you up. So trainers should be there to keep you motivated, keep you happy, keep you going. When you, I mean, you're feeling like crap usually when you come in, start in the gym, you know. I feel bad. In fact, you know, one of the first people I met here today when I came in to the office just talked to me and said, I had a great night last night, but you know what? I ate all this junk food. I just plow down all this junk food. You know, they were having a party with kids, and what do kids like to eat junk food? So all the parents brought junk food. Well, he's not a kid anymore. So he woke up this morning, and he goes, oh, my gosh. I feel just sort of awful, full, and just... But I had a lot of fun eating that junk food. <laughs> but, so, but I would think of that with your brain. It is very difficult to stay on track with a program, to stick with it. And we also know that most people, one, do not finish the programs like at the gym if they go. And two, it, once the program's done, it's done. And a lot of those folks, the results go away because they can't keep up with it on their own. So what's different? I would think of this with TMS. You get your own brain team. That's not just one personal trainer, but you have many brain trainers. So you have the treatment techs that are with you in the room. You have the psychiatrist or other provider who's designing your treatment protocol and meeting with you multiple times, at least every week throughout the treatment course. They're following your response. They follow scales. So things like we call the PHQ-9 or things like that. And they're following how you're doing and they're adjusting the treatment. They readjust every week how much energy your brain might need. It's called your motor threshold, and they design the treatments. There's also unilateral versus bilateral treatments, and a lot of us out there do bilateral treatments, though insurance only pays for the unilateral part. You have a team. You're missing treatment? We're calling you up. Why are you missing treatment today? I don't feel very good. We know you don't feel very good. That's the reason to come in for treatment. Isn't that interesting? I don't feel good. I'm getting this treatment to make me feel better. But I I feel so bad, I don't want to come in. It doesn't make a lot of logical sense that you wouldn't come in, but that's how your brain sort of does this. And this this just happens all the time. You have people who are calling. They truly want you to come in. Gets them coming back and coming to work is seeing you getting better. You know, that is what makes their day. That's what makes my day, seeing somebody going from not smiling, not enjoying things, not interacting with their family, to saying, oh, my gosh, you know, I didn't remember I used to feel this way. I felt this way like 20 years ago. I didn't remember that I ever felt this way. I felt so bad for so long. That is just like a light bulb moment. And so your team is then energized. They want to keep you like that. And then even after treatment, 
we continue to follow you with scales, seeing how you're doing, because this is just universal about people. Once they get done, say they have a great response, they're in remission, they're coming in. Now they often want to please the team. I'm continuing doing fantastic. You know, they're rating themselves. I have no symptoms. And all of a sudden, you know, we know you pretty well by now. We've seen you come through the gym. We know what it's like when you're doing fine. And all of a sudden, you're coming in. You're not smiling like you were. You don't have the energy. You don't have the little skip in your step coming down the hallway. And you're not talking really positively about things. And I look across and say, Matt, you're telling me you're doing just fantastic. But you really don't seem to me that you're doing that well. Well, you know, yeah, I'm not sleeping that well, and I'm not doing that well, but I really don't like to talk about that because I was feeling so good. You know the good thing, Matt? We can get you back feeling that way. Depression is a recurrent thing. It comes back. We don't have a cure for it yet. We don't know when it's going to come back, but it's probably going to come back. But we know if we get you back in treatment with the TMS, we can get you back feeling well, and you don't have to go be feeling like crap all the time again. So it's a really neat experience to go through people with. The two things I hear about the team are, one, you have a group of people to celebrate with you, right? When you hit that marker and you light up and everybody can see that change, everybody on the team is ecstatic, right? It's not just you as the the patient and your doctor says, oh, yeah, pat on the back, we did a good job. Everybody's super excited the day that they see that change. Oh, they're, they're running back down the hallway, like to me, say, oh, my gosh, you should see how Joe, Marie, what, what, what happened today? They're smiling. I can't believe it. Oh, that was such a great day. They came in, you know. Yes, it's a celebratory event for folks. Yeah. And the other big one that the team brings is they'll see the things that you don't, right? You know, that the story that always sticks out in my mind about a, a TMS patient we had at some point. I didn't have the, the pleasure of being on the team with, but I heard the story of the, the success. Was it was someone who, when they came in day one, they were really depressed, right? Personal hygiene wasn't great, never positive, never smiled, never joking around. And one day they walked in, and this happened to a, a female, taking care of their hygiene, they did their makeup, they were smiling, and through a smile they said, I'm not doing any better. This whole team just kind of went, what in the world are you talking about, right? You look different. You, you got here on time. You, you're obviously making changes in your personal life. You have a smile on. How can you say you're not doing any different? And sometimes I think people need that outside validation that something's different because you can rationalize away, well, well this is just normal behavior, right? I'm not doing anything special yet. I'm just doing what the average person does and that doesn't mean that anything's been successful yet. Sometimes it's actually also that they really do not see the change. I mean, they just cannot see it. They've been depressed for so long that even though they're doing those things, they look in the mirror, when they look in the mirror, they see something else. And they have to be shown that things are different. So this is why often in treatment, as people start getting better, what we ask them is, are you getting better? No. Has anybody else seen any positive changes? Oh, yeah, my friends or co-workers, my spouse, my partner, they've seen some changes, but I haven't seen anything. And we just jump on that with all we can because we say that means something positive is going on. There's a change going on, and it's a positive change. And it's amazing how small that change can be, right? The smallest one I ever heard that made people ecstatic, it was a couple, 
and the the spouse was in, and they were asking the patient, "Has anything changed in your life?" And they were like, "No, nothing." And the spouse went, "Are you kidding? <laughs> you fed the dog." <laughs> and it was such a big moment in this person's life that someone else fed the dog. But from their perspective, it's you had the motivation maybe to get out of bed and you saw something that needed to be done and you diverted from your your routine to actually help out around the house. And it was a, a small step, but it showed the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Hey, yeah, this is just the first step. Not everything's better, but if this change can happen, think about where the path we're now on. We're on a new path. We're no longer in the tunnel. We're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And sometimes you need people, you know, you might be the conductor at the back of the train looking the wrong way through the tunnel, and you need someone to say, oh, no, we're almost at the end, or I can see the end, and, and this is how things are changing. And just because you can't see it, and you may just need to swivel your chair around and look in the other direction. The other thing that we've been bringing up is, who is this treatment really for? And the word that we've been using is this treatment-resistant population. I think it, maybe we should spend few seconds. What is treatment resistant? And is that really the population that this is going after or the only population that we're talking about? Well, I was trying to go down that road quite a few minutes ago, but you took a detour. You took another exit. You took us back on the interstate and we were back rolling down. We backed up and here we go. So we talked about non-response, less than 50% clinical response, greater than 50% you do have a response, but it might not be to the point of remission. Remission means that your your symptoms are all gone. In fact, there was a study a number of years ago that looked at depression, and it looked at people who were treated to the point of probably pretty good response, but they still had maybe one symptom left, two symptoms, maybe a little lack of energy, a little lack of concentration, and then they looked at relapse rates. Relapse means I go into more of a full episode of depression again. And those folks who did not get to complete remission, all their symptoms gone, they had two-thirds increased risk of going back into an episode of depression sooner than the folks who got all their symptoms gone. So then we talk about cure. Yeah, we're still talking about cure because nobody knows how to cure depression yet. There are a few lucky people who have one episode of depression, get it treated, Go off meds, never comes back. We all wish we knew why that happened. The other thing is, we all recently listened to an episode by Dr. Carpenter, Linda Carpenter, and talking about what are the predictors of whether somebody responds to TMS and they need TMS again or when to start treating them again. We don't know what those are, you know, they're not out there. But the goal of psychiatry should be shooting towards remission of symptoms. That's what I want to talk about with the people I see. So that's our our goal. Treatment resistance is I've tried a couple medications, medication plus psychotherapy, a couple medications, and I do not have, have not gotten you into remission or to a very, very good response. To me, it's getting you into remission. So if I am not there, with every new medication, there was something called the STAR-D trial. We're not going to get into specifics. We can later on. Every new medication I give you, I get less chance of giving you a good response to that medicine. I can even use the pharmacogenetic testing. I do use that quite a bit. By the time I'm to the third one, the next one has about a 15% chance. By the time I'm to the fourth one, it's a 7% chance. So it's getting really low. And we know with those folks who have treatment resistance, 
that TMS has a much better response and efficacy and remission rates. So does it have a cure rate? We know we can't say that. So it's for the people who have failed four or more meds? No. Many of the insurance plans will say that you have to fail four or more meds. Some of the insurance plans say you only have to fail two medications, plus minus psychotherapy. This is for people. We talked about this a little bit earlier. If you do not want to try medicines and you're feeling depressed, this is an option for you. It might not be covered by insurance, but it's an option for you. In my mind, once you fail a medicine or two, this is a very good option for you. And what's interesting about that, we talk about the mental health problems, things like depression, anxiety, as being silent, the silent diseases, silent disorders. But what often happens is what other people see are the external things, right? And when they see one external thing that happens positive after all these things that have gone not so well or yet not doing anymore, they see, oh my gosh, light bulb. There are these possibilities. She is doing that now. I see change. I am able to see the brain changing. That is my cue that her brain is changing. When we talk about silent, what I find interesting is it's silent with people who don't know you very well. But silence is deafening when people know you well. For you, it may seem silent. For for people who don't see you very often, you can make it so that they may not know what's going on. But your spouse, your family, your close friends, the change is actually loud, right? Because for them, the silence is is deafening in life. Yeah, so this is a great place to end. Silence is deafening. So I have a comment on that, but we're going to talk about that in the next episode because that will be one of the rooms we visit and attractions we visit on the next episode of the Mental Health Commute. Thank you for joining. This is Dr. Walt Duffy with Matt Duffy. Have a good day.